Is your employee with cancer a segmenter or an integrator? What about their manager? Why does it matter when you're trying to support an employee with cancer? Stay tuned to find out. Welcome to 100 Acts of Love, how to help when cancer strikes. Great tips and unique ideas on what you can do to support your friend with cancer. Hi everybody, my name is Kim Hamer and I am your host. Welcome to 100 Acts of Love, how to help your employee with cancer beyond paperwork. If you've landed here, it is because you are an HR professional or CEO who knows that there is something more than you can do than giving your employee their FMLA, their LOA, sharing about ADA, and then sending them away, (laughs) right? You want to help. You want, you know how important it is. And if you are in a company that's larger than 500 people and you don't and you haven't dealt with anybody with cancer, it's really just a matter of time. 43.4% of people who are diagnosed with cancer are between the ages of 25 and 64 are prime, prime working years. So if you are a professional and you haven't dealt with anybody with cancer yet, it's really just a matter of time. All right, so let's get to the topic. Segmenters versus integrators. What are they and why does it make a difference if your employee is one and the, and the manager of your employee is another? So segmenters are employees who create rigid boundaries between their personal and their work lives. A great example of a segmenter is someone who doesn't, who rarely, rarely replies to emails after, you know, after six o'clock. Um, or they go and they have lunch and they have lunch for an hour and they don't want to talk about work. They have no problem at all turning their brains off from work. And they tend to have really well-defined times where they are working and they work and they're focused, but then after that time is up, they leave the office. Um, <laughs> a segmenter is someone who like doesn't quite get this whole kind of bring your kids to work day because that's just too much of crossing over, right? An integrator, on the other hand, loves bring your kid to work day. An integrator is a person who blurs the lines between work and home and they can switch back and forth quite easily. Integrators, um, you know, love the idea of not just thinking about work at, not just thinking about work at work, but they think about work at home. In fact, they kind of see this, they see a segmenter as, as this kind of unicorn. I mean, they can't imagine somebody not thinking about work at 9 p.m. at night or over the weekends. It's this kind of mysterious thing that somebody, some people can do. Integrators don't mind responding to emails after hours. Integrators will tell you about the argument that they had with their partner the night before. Another great, some some great physical signs of integrators versus segmenters. Integrators often have a lot of photos on their desks, not just of their family, but of their friends. And segmenters, some extreme segmenters don't have any photos of family members on their desk. Another great difference is keys. Segmenters tend to keep their house keys and their their life keys apart from their work keys. Integrators have them all jumbled together. So those are some great examples of the difference between integrators and segmenters. But what does this have to do with supporting your employee with cancer? If you can determine if your employee with cancer is an integrator or a segmenter, that will help you as an organization decide how you're going to support your employee. For instance, what's one of the first things that people do when they hear someone has cancer? Bring over a meal. One of the first, that's our go-to thing, right? Well, 
if, if your employee is an integrator, that's great. Your employee is happy to have you show up on their doorstep with lasagna. But if your employee is a segmenter, you showing up on their doorstep with lasagna feel a little bit like you're intruding. So you want to make sure that you understand how what your employee is so you can best serve them. Now, how many people are segmenters versus integrators? I know we're thinking it's 50-50 because it's half and half. Well, Google a while ago did an internal study. So this is not normal people, but this is Google. And they found that roughly 30% of their people identified as segmenters. There seem to be more integrators than there are segmenters if you're going to take that study and refer it out to the general public. Now, you can think about integrator, integrators and segmenters on a scale. There are extreme segmenters and there are extreme integrators. And chances are you'll probably find yourself and your employee on, one, uh, on, on some level on that scale. Now, what do you do if you can't tell what the employee with cancer is? Actually, very simple. Go and ask. Of course, you're not going to say, are you a segmenter or an integrator? Because they're probably not going to know what you're talking about. But you could do something as funny as, hey, Show me your keys. If all their if their keys are all jumbled together, house keys and and work keys, then they are integrators. And if they're not, then they're probably on the on the segmenting scale. So, if you're an integrator and your man and your employee is an integrator, then figuring out how to support them is fairly easy because you because you both believe in the same thing. But if you're an integrator and your employee is a segmenter, it's really important that you understand how best to support them. You know, you go back to the golden rule of treat others the way you want yourself to be treated. And that is a great rule, but but really it's it needs to be taken one more step further, and that is treat others the way they want to be treated. And this is a perfect example of that. So what I'm going to talk about right now is what do you do if the employee is opposite of what the manager is. So we're going to talk right now about here, here is what an integrator with cancer might want from you if you're a segmenter. So if it's an integrator, they love being connected. So they will want to be included in team events. Um, integrators, you know, tend to crave personal connection. And so even if they're not in the office, any way that you can include them in anything is really important. And actually, I'm going to stop and go back for a second. There are a lot of myths around cancer. And one of them is when someone has cancer, they're not going to be able to work. That's simply not true. Their ability to work depends on a lot of things. What kind of cancer it is. What stage it's in. Cancers get stage one through four. Four is the worst. What kind of treatment are they going to need? Is it just surgery? Is it radiation? Is it chemo? Is it chemo and radiation? Is it chemo and surgery? Is it chemo, radiation, surgery? What kind of chemo? What are the side effects of that chemo? So not assume that just because your employee has cancer that they are not going to be able to work because they might be able to work full time. The other piece that this also depends on is their mental capabilities and their financial stressors. We all like to think that most Americans have some type of savings, but I believe the stat is, and I don't, you can, if, if you find the stat, please let me know. I believe it's something like 60% of Americans would not know where to find $1,000 for an emergency. So do not assume just because your employee has this job where they're getting paid salary that they have money in the bank. And that can add a great amount of stress to someone if, if the employee is diagnosed with cancer. So they might be working because they need to work. They might be working because they don't have enough time off. They might be working because it really helps soothe them and takes their mind off of cancer. 
there. They might not be working because it's very depressing for them and they want to kind of focus on on healing. So there's all sorts of reasons that an employee can and cannot work. And you will have to sit down and have your conversation with them, which I will explain and talk about in a whole different podcast. All right. So we're now back to if your employee with cancer is an integrator, here are three specific things that you can do to ensure that they stay engaged. And remember that employee engagement and employee experience is really important. So the first thing is include them in team events and you know whatever that is. Now a lot of people are working from home right now. This has been this is being recorded in October 2020, the year of COVID, among other things. Um, and so and so if if you know if your employee is at home and working, don't assume that they don't want to come to some team event or don't want to be involved in something that's fun. If they're an integrator, they definitely want to be involved because in connecting to, is very important to them. The second thing an integrator would need is trust and flexibility. Now, this comes in, especially when you're talking about designing cancer work plans. And I haven't talked about that yet either, and I promise I'll do a podcast on that. Essentially, a work plan is a plan of how the company and the employee is, or actually how the employee and the manager are going to get work done. A work plan can can include specific projects that the employee is going to work on. A work plan can include the hours the employee is going to work. A work plan can include what projects are going to be offloaded. A work plan should also include the level of expectation of performance, right? So again, I will do a whole podcast on work plans because they're really very important, especially as your, especially after your employee announces that they have cancer and before they go out. Um, okay, so trust and flexibility. Uh, integrators love that flexibility. You know, the thing about cancer treatment is oftentimes there's a rhythm to it. So once the employee has gone through one or two treatments, they're going to, they're going to know what their treatment process is and how often they're going to be treated. So it's going to be a lot easier for them to say, Hey, I can be in the office from 10 to two, you know, every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, but they need that flexibility and they need to be trusted to make those decisions. And the third thing an integrator with cancer needs is to have very clear success measures. This is just so helpful across the board. I don't even think it really pertains to just integrators, but understanding what success means because you know that employee who has cancer, uh, they have cancer, and they want to do a good job. One of their big concerns is how are they going to continue to do the job that they want to do now that they have cancer. So we want to give them the opportunity to sit down and to decide what does success look like during this treatment process. It's so, so important. So what do you do if your employee with cancer is a segmenter? First thing and the most important thing, I think, is to respect their boundaries. If they say to you, I can be in the office Monday for eight hours, Tuesday for eight hours, and Wednesday for eight hours, let that be. The employee with cancer, the segmenter with cancer, will know what he or she can do. And you need to let that kind of go instead of going, well, are you sure? And, you know, you don't have to. They've established these boundaries, and that's what they that's what they want. So please, you know, so you can respect those boundaries. 
segmenters love stability, right? So we kind of talked a little bit about that, right? They like to know when work ends and when work begins. So make sure that you've, this is important when you talk about their work plans, is make sure that you have some type of stability, that they understand what projects they're going to work on, that they understand what their responsibilities are going to be over the next couple months. They just need to know that things are going to run the way that they need to run. If your segmenter with cancer actually going to be out of the office, one of the best gifts you can give them is the opportunity to give give those projects out to people and to know and to be able to explain to those people where every where they are in those projects. That provides for them a great amount of stability. And the last thing that segmenters with cancer want, which actually might surprise you, is that they want a place to vent. And they will probably vent only about work to you, but providing that space and constantly saying, hey, my door's open if you'd like to talk. You seem a little bit off today. Do you want to talk about it? Just those little itty bitty drops of openness will be very, very helpful to your employee who's a segmenter. You don't want to overdo it. You don't want to tell them every single time you see them, hey, I'm available to talk. But you you also want to make sure you do it more than once. So those are the big things between segmenters and, and, and integrators and how you can treat them differently when they have cancer. Okay, that's it. I want to thank you all so much for being here. And just please remember, as an HR professional, a CEO, or even as a manager, you matter so much to your employee. Your employee wants to be supported, wants to be helped. They just don't know what they need either. And it is just, it is so helpful to them if the organization, if you and the organization can provide a foundation for them. Um, so you've got it. You matter so very much. Looking forward to seeing you next Wednesday. I put out new podcasts every Wednesday. Wednesday. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss one. All right, take care.